Welcome to the Ambitions podcast. Uh, my name is Jared. I'm from Ambitions Personnel. I'm with Paula today, my colleague, and today we're going to talk about uh, careers advice. Um, how to plan a career, how to know when it's time to change jobs, what to look for in a new job. So firstly, Paula, at what point, what stage is a good point to think about a, a career plan? Um, well, that's really interesting, Jared. I think, you know, um, we need to take it right back to school age, um, you know, not necessarily primary school age children, but um, certainly secondary school uh, children. Um, and it's important that they get a good grounding and a good uh, solid career advice at that stage. Um, they might not know exactly what they want to be, but it's it's important that they're pointed in the right directions. Yeah, and I think that pointing bit is probably quite important. If I think back to my experience all that time ago, it maybe wasn't the best careers advice. In fact, it was fairly non-existent. And, and I know things have moved on. The government have set some fairly strict guidelines around careers advice. Um, but it's important when you come to choose your options and when you're thinking about your future, I think probably the age of 13, 14 is a pretty good time to, to start. So how can we, what can we do? I, I mean, like I said, it was fairly non-existent when I was that age. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, sort of talking about things like um, old school work experience, I know that, um, you know, uh, for instance, I did mine in a bank. It was it was the done thing to go and have spend two weeks with a business um, and from that sort of start to formulate some, some ideas. Yeah. Um, it, it probably has its place. Uh, I know it's probably not quite so prominent these days, um, but, you know, there's obviously more... Um, mechanisms for, for, for engaging with the youngsters these days, you know, in terms of inviting businesses into, into schools, um, into colleges, yeah. careers advice with regards to sort of CVs, that kind of thing. Yeah. For, when I was young, it was one of two options. You either went down the academic route and went to university mm -hmm. or you went into industry. And I think there's a whole range of options now open to children if you think about apprenticeships. More middle ground, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, graduate apprenticeships, <laughs> uh, university. Um, but how can we get Kids, I know as an adult, I've done psychometric assessments before, mm -hmm. trying to, when I was thinking once about a career change, never happened. <laughs> um, but uh, I did some psychometric profiling to try and point me in a direction mm. to identify some possible careers. Should we be doing that at a, a young age, do you think? Yeah, I think there's some, there's some really good tools out there. Um, and certainly if you were to sort of administer that in a, in a school environment, possibly around the GCSE level mark, um, it would give some indicators as to you know possible career choices, possible avenues that would suit um, that person's um, aptitude and uh, indeed personality. Yeah. Um, I think you know it's very different, difficult to um, pigeonhole people into certain careers. Yeah. You know, as we as we all know, sometimes it's it, we evolve with our choices. You know, yeah. we make a decision, we we join a business because we need money or you yeah. know whatever social factor it is but then you know we evolve with that business yeah um and and you know we, we sometimes sort of fall along with it and yeah and, so your your career yeah. just happens yeah, rather yeah. than and i think a significant proportion of people would probably fall into yeah, that category myself included yeah yeah and yeah. And, and, and i don't think it's not not necessarily for everybody that they have to have a a dedicated mm. career plan but I think if you if you don't have a plan you need to be open to opportunity mm. um, but but let, let's say we are able to identify what we're going to do mm -hmm. and we know very clearly what route you want to go down and, and and you're going down that route um, I don't know people need to probably start thinking about uh, the, the steps along the way I mm -hmm. mean some things are very obvious if you're going to be a doctor you've got to think about 
your, your, the right A-level choices, mm-hmm. your university degree, etc., etc. Um, but if it's perhaps not so clear, maybe I think maybe people need to set smart objectives mm-hmm. to say, yeah. well, I've, I've got to go through this process, that process, and by that point in my life, I want mm-hmm. to be, um, you know, at, at that level, earning that much. But how important is it to think about what what you want? You know, because people want different things. Is it is it money? Is it a satisfying job that benefits the the, the you know as a there's social there's benefit? Lots of, lots of factors that come into it, isn't there? You know, it depends on what time in our lives we're at. You know, whether we've got um, dependents, you know, whether we've got uh, mortgages, that kind of thing. You know, people do things at different rates and, and, you know, it's important to take those things into consideration. I think, you know, uh, your career plan should evolve with you. Yeah. But definitely it's it's good to have those objectives in mind and, and, you know, constantly review those. Yeah. Um, to make sure that a are you on the right track or b do you want to be on a different one? Yeah. Um, because we you know we get to these forks in our lives where we have a decision to make and and you know I know that we've we've talked about it previously where um, individuals want a complete career change and, yeah. and how easy that is to to actually instigate and follow through on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a significant challenge with a career change is almost the inevitable mm. drop in in income yeah. and often by the time you're you start to think about a career change you're at a point where you've got dependence you've got a mortgage mm. you've got big commitments makes it, it makes to, it yeah it makes it that. difficult which is why i think it's really important to perhaps have a bit of a uh, an idea of mm. perhaps where you want to go rather than just following on i don't know there's i suppose two different skills of thought to it so what about once you're in a career mm-hmm. how do we know when it's time to to move on um, I was once criticised I left a, a, a role I'd been with a role for a long time and when I left one of my directors said next time make the jump earlier mm-hmm. and I think he suggested that I probably stagnated yeah. so what are the signs that you're ready for a new a new so, move well you know it's I think it's Monday morning dread you know it's that I don't want to get up and go to work uh, scenario um, things like that you know it, it, if you're getting very irritated, very frustrated yeah. um, on a day-to-day basis, if there's things that ordinarily you would have just taken in your stride, you know, if they're starting to sort of creep in and, and frustrate you, yeah, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing would, yeah. would certainly be a red flag for me. It would it would indicate a, you know, a potential change might yeah. be needed. But I think it's it's important to understand where that frustration lies. Is it with the business? Is it with the role? You know where where is that problem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it the job itself, or mm-hmm. is it the comp the, the company, the yeah. organisation it's in? Mm-hmm. I remember a friend once telling me that he knew it was time to leave a job because he started playing the lottery more <laughs> more often and, and and spending more money on the lottery, yeah. looking for that magic escape because yeah. he was so frustrated in the job. And it wasn't until he thought, actually, I'd, why am I doing this? And he put it down to the job that he was in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and I think it's probably important to recognise those signs and make that move before before you do become mm. become stale and and you know life you know your job just becomes monotonous and boring and something you you do yeah and i think you know if if things like other factors like if you've got a commute you know that commute might be quite you know attractive in the first instance when you're in that role and it's nice and shiny um and, and you know if if you start to become you stagnate, you know, stagnate with the role, then that commute then sort of starts to chip away at you. Yeah, yeah, you start um, resenting it, particularly yeah. in the depths of winter. Yeah, I've, I've done it, you know, you know, in, in a previous role, I, I, I had an hour's commute, 
was quite comfortable with it at the, at the beginning, but but seven years in, it, it started to really. I just wanted to click my fingers and be home. Yeah. So you know, it, it, things like that start to to add in into it. Yeah, I've certainly been in a similar situation where the benefits of working close to home become mm. obviously apparent. But also, I've done. You know, I've been in companies where I've had the opportunity to do lots and lots of different roles, mm. and I've almost reached the end of that. You know, mm-hmm. there wasn't a great deal left for me to do. Uh, opportunities yeah. for, for promotion perhaps were a little bit limited, and at that point, I thought, right, okay, now it's time, time to for me to yeah. yeah reassess what what do I want out of life, and that for me also timed with personal circumstances. You mm-hmm. know, I had kids, I wanted to be a bit closer to home, mm-hmm. home a bit more often than I was. That's it, and and that goes back to what we said about your career plan has to evolve with you, yeah, because you're not the same yeah, yeah. person when you start out in your career to, to sort of 10, 20 years in. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's so important to, to re-evaluate those yeah. objectives and make sure that they're still feasible and viable for, for your current situation. Yeah, okay. So what about um, tips? What, what should we be looking for if we're, if we're looking for a new job? When you've seen the signs, mm. you've checked your career plan, you've, you've seen the signs are evident that you're... Uh, frustrated, you're resenting some element of your job. Um, what steps should we should we take? Would you engage your employer? Would you speak to them? Oh, it's always a, it's always a um, uh, a difficult one, isn't it? You know, you don't want to sort of almost put yourself in the firing line. But equally, if you've got a quite a participative employer yeah. and they genuinely want the best for you, I think it's a good thing. You know, if you can engage with them, if you can talk to them. Yeah. Um, but, you know, are you sealing your own fate, so to speak? No, you could be, yeah, burning your bridges. Yeah. I suppose it depends on the circumstances, that the, the reason yeah. you're moving. Yeah, is it, um, a, is it an individual? Is it is it lack of challenge? You know, if, there is, if there's parameters that can be changed without it probably being taken personally, for instance, yeah. that might that might be a certain scenario yeah. where you would, you know, engage your yeah. employer. I, I've... I've experienced before, not personally, but instances where as soon as you tell your employer that you're considering a career change or a, a change of job, then that's the nail in the coffin, mm, and it won't be long before your you job description as you <laughs> yeah, speak. Yeah. yeah, it won't be long before you're out. <laughs> so that's a difficult call to make. Yeah. Um, but I think um, when we are considering a change, I think we need to really understand why it is we're changing. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about the signs mm. because there is a risk that you just jump from one job into another mm-hmm. and in Take the reality it's yeah that, absolutely yeah. frying pan fire scenario mm-hmm. um to make sure that the job you move to ticks the boxes and eliminates the issues that you've mm-hmm. identified yeah um so you're not just moving from one to no, another and i think you know if you are considering a a, a career change you know a change of direction um it's important to you know, assess yourself, you know, and assess your own transferable skills. What can you actually take that forward and, and do? Yeah. You know, what's going to, to tick your boxes? Yeah. Um, so that's always, you know, looking at what, you know, if you want to, to, to have an extreme change of direction, as we said, you know, that's going to take a salary drop, you know, those kind of things. But if you're looking at a sort of a quite a, a slight change, yeah. it's looking at those transferable skills and what can you take that forward into? Yeah, yeah. And I think probably as as I did, there is a space for some careers advice as mm-hmm. you you know as we progress through our career. Mm-hmm. That's really important, not just necessarily if you're looking for a career change, but just for continued affirmation mm-hmm. that you're doing the right thing. And is there anything else that you might open your eyes to? I think that's you know if we sort of touch on um, things like company appraisals, you know that could be formulated as part of that that process and should be really. Yeah. You know if you're sort of thinking about your 
you know your career progression if you if you are regularly appraised on what you're doing yeah. it can help diffuse any um any frustrations early before before they surface and, and it's a it's a complete i want to leave yeah yeah scenario. absolutely yeah identify opportunities mm. that may exist before that person makes the decision themselves yeah 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 yeah, yeah i'd agree